Welcome to Let Go, Lean In, my podcast designed with transformational leaders like you in mind. I'm Lise Lewis, your transformational leadership coach. In each episode, you'll find help growing awareness of your mindset as a leader, be equipped with a tool to let go of unrealistic expectations and self-limiting beliefs that get in the way of your one precious life. My goal is for you to thrive as you lean in toward the leadership call God has put on your life. Join me and other leaders as we let go and lean in together. Welcome to another episode of Let Go, Lean In, your transformational leadership podcast. I am so excited to get to be with you again today. It's been really fun hearing feedback that you have given over on Apple Podcasts, your reviews, your likes, sharing. It's it's an honor to be serving you in this way. When I started thinking about putting a podcast together, I recognized that one of the things that was most important for me was to offer quality content for you because I want your time, which is precious, to have support. I mean, honestly, when do you have time to take a breath sometimes? And so today I want to talk about unconscious things that we do. Often we call them habits. So we're going to take a look at habits, habits of, of for work, habits for your life, and habits for your faith. And we're going to take a look a little bit about how habits get formed and why they get formed. But also I want to share a little bit about the whole learning process of developing a habit because that's really where the magic happens. So let's dive in. Habits. I googled just to see how many different kinds of data points are out there, and I could not count them all. Developing habits seems to be a popular thing. Well, no wonder. When you have something as a habit, you don't have to focus on it it becomes something that you do without giving a lot of mental attention. And there's some benefit to that when you think about it because your mental attention is needed in so many different areas. So if you can develop a habit, that's one less thing to have to give your energy and attention to. So let's talk about some of those things that transpire to make a habit a habit. This is going to be one of those times where I use the same word way too many times. So here's how it works. When you don't have something as an automatic response, sometimes that causes you a problem or a pain point. For example, your keys. Now, I don't know about you, But there's somebody in my house who shall remain nameless who had to develop a habit of putting keys in a place where they could easily be found. Now, developing a habit 
came from the need to find the keys and recognizing there was a lot of wasted time in trying to find the keys because they weren't where they were supposed to be. So the pain point is a place of learning. So in learning theory, there are actually four steps. You start when you don't know what you don't know. You're unconsciously unskilled. So let's stick with the keys for a moment. A person doesn't know that they need to have their keys in the same place until they're in a hurry and they need to have those keys so they can get going. Then they recognize, oh man, I wish I had a regular place that I put my keys. Well, that becomes step two in the learning process. They are aware, you become aware that you don't have a place that you regularly can put your keys. So that consciously unskilled place is the next step of learning. And you recognize, hmm, I have spent how many extra minutes every day hunting for keys that if I had a place, I could put them there every time. So come to step three in that learning process where you become consciously skilled. You find a place that you want to hang your keys when you come in the door, a cute hook or something, and maybe you put your mail underneath that place and you set up a little station that can be like a launch and and landing pad. Come in, go out, you know where your things are. Well, the next step for being a habit is that you need to take the action again and again and again until you go from consciously skilled to unconsciously skilled, where you walk in the door, you hang up your keys, you go about your business, it's time to leave the house, you go right to the place where you hung your keys and you pick them up, and you go out the door. Sounds simple, right? Well, that's where time and repetition come into play. It'd be so easy if all we had to do was buy a cute hook and hang our keys there every time, and hey, no problem. But what about when you forget and you put your keys in your purse or your backpack or whatever, and then you set that down, and then the next day you're not using that same bag, and you walk out, try to walk out the door, and you can't find your keys, and you've forgotten, oh wait, I didn't hang my keys where I was supposed to. Well, you haven't become consciously skilled yet. So there's lots of repetition that has to take place before a habit can be developed. And that's one of the things that sounds so easy to some people and is nearly insurmountable for others. And it all boils down to a matter of focus. When our minds are so filled with the details of the day and what comes next and how many people you're going to be feeding and do I have enough of the recipe and what all the different things. You can imagine this much better than I can articulate it. When your mind is overfilled, 
things start falling between the cracks. That's why a habit is so important. Because when you get to that unconsciously skilled, or it's almost an autonomic response, you don't have to think about breathing, you don't have to think about your heart beating, that's an autonomic response. When your habit of taking care of your keys becomes something that you don't even think about and you just do it, that means you've repeated it enough times that it becomes an unconscious skill. Now, the keys is a simple example, but you can think of a lot of other areas in your life where having a habit might be beneficial. Habits of thought, habits of action, habits of rest. There are lots of different types of habits. You picking them for your life and learning to focus and develop those skills is really what's most important. Now, I've seen countless habit trackers and bullet journals and tools that can help people as they're developing the habits. You mark down, you put a colored dot, you check a box, whatever it might be. Those are useful at the step in learning where you are becoming consciously skilled. Once you're, con- you're unconsciously skilled, you don't need a habit tracker anymore for that particular habit. You might start on other habits. For example, I like to have hard-boiled eggs in the refrigerator ready to be used in a salad or for a snack. I have the habit of checking how many hard-boiled eggs are in the little nest that I have for them. And if they get to only two, then I'll hard-boil eggs. There are times that it's really great to have two hard-boiled eggs because somebody's coming over for lunch and I can make a salad and crumble up the hard-boiled eggs. If I didn't have the habit of making sure that they were on hand, that would be a problem, obviously. That's not a great example because there are bigger fish to fry in your life as a leader. You've got habits of paperwork, habits of uh, meeting with your, your people, habits of contacting the stakeholders. You've got a lot of things to pay attention to. So habit tracking is a great step to develop that unconsciously skilled set of habits. Now I put together my own habit tracker in the shape of a path because I have this idea that we need to be reinforced that we're on a journey. And sometimes having a visual reminder that we're going to be changing and growing all the time is helpful. So I have three habits, one for work, one for life, general life, and one for faith. And so these three little windy uh, lines have little boxes in them, and it's for 31 days. And you get to 
download that, mark it off, pick your habits, name them, and do it for a month and see how you can develop from consciously skilled to unconsciously skilled in just three different areas. Now, sometimes it's good to just focus on one and you absolutely can do that. It's just a tool. There is no one right way of doing it, but it is a visual and can be colorful and it's different because of the shape. So you can get that over at my website with this episode in the show notes, it'll be available to you. And I would love to have your feedback. I know it's not easy to develop habits, but once you get focused and you structure your environment for success, then making a habit is actually fairly straightforward. Reinforcing it and becoming unconsciously skilled does take time, but you can do it. You can do hard things. So again, I'd love to have your feedback on the tool. And I'm so grateful to get to share with you a little bit about habits. I also want to let you know that I'll have a couple of references to books that I've read that have helped me in regard to developing habits and remembering to put my keys in the same place. Oops, I forgot that I wasn't going to name who had the problem with the keys. Oh, well, that's the way it goes sometimes. Thanks again for being here. I look forward to talking with you again. Thanks so much for taking time to be with me today. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please head over to iTunes and like, subscribe, and leave a review. I know this sounds like a shameless plug, But honestly, your actions on iTunes are the best way other leaders like yourself will find this podcast. I really appreciate it. I would also love to hear your thoughts about the podcast. Let me know what you learned or what you'd like to learn next. I want to invite you to visit lisalewiscoaching.com and sign up for my newsletter where you'll receive just two emails a month with tips and tools on how to further get in your life. Thanks again.